Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
What's happening, everybody? Welcome into ACC Tailgate. I'm your host, Will Dalton, a.k.a. Wilburn Gold. Hope you are doing well on a Thursday. There's, there's, there's my name badge. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside, at least where I live, at least where the ACC tournament is, essentially. Uh, speaking of the ACC tournament, it's been a pretty busy morning for me personally this morning already. Got a lot done, got a workout in, uh, got a little bit of content stuff done. And it's been busy over at the ACC tournament as well because I assume you've seen the news by now that um, Duke is basically done. Uh, their season is likely done as well because they – are officially out of the ACC tournament. They were supposed to play FSU today, which I'm extremely pissed off about because I was really looking forward to that game because if you tune into this show regularly, you know that uh, you know that FSU, well, you know that FSU, I've been riding them all year long, and then you know Georgia Tech has been kind of my other team that I've been riding here as of late. But I was looking forward to that FSU-Duke game because Duke has been getting kind of hot. Um, you know, after losing to Georgia Tech and losing to Duke in the bubble bowl, um, that pretty much put them in a state that they're going to have to win the ACC tournament and able to, in order to get to the NCAA tournament, you know, they were starting to heat up a little bit. You know, they beat, uh, they beat Boston college in round one of the ACC tournament, 86 to 51, which it's Boston college. So it's nothing to write home about. It was a pretty nice lopsided win, which if you're playing a team like Boston College and you're Duke, that's what you want on your resume. And then they had a really nice win uh, in the next round against Louisville, which is a pretty solid team, you know, this year. You know, they didn't end up being what people thought they would be. But, I mean, they were a pretty solid team. I think the record was like 13-7, and seven, and Duke beat them pretty handily too, 70-56 to 56 in round two of the ACC tournament. So... That, uh, it was looking good for Duke. You know, they were on a nice little, again, you know, we've talked about it, you know, all year. You know, they started out kind of, you know, they weren't having a good season. And overall, they did not have a very good season. But they were starting to rise a little bit at the end. You know, they dropped their last two games that, of the regular season that they really needed to make a case for the NCAA tournament. You know, Georgia Tech uh, and then Carolina dropped both. And was really on a nice start in the ACC tournament. And today was a big one for Duke. I mean, FSU is one of the best teams in the ACC, one of the better teams in the country. And if you're Duke and you're hot like that, I mean, that's uh, that's all you can ask for is a win like that. So it's a shame. Well, not for us Carolina fans. But, uh, you know, they did have a player test positive for COVID. It is believed, I don't know if all the details uh, have come out just yet. It is believed that said player was a walk-on. Um, I don't know. See, the interesting thing, I, I assume, I don't know if the walk-on or said player was on premises at the ACC tournament or if they just, you know, found out he tested positive and had already been around them before the ACC tournament because of that. I don't know, you know, COVID, it's like you could have been around them last week and you're going to have to sit down because, you know, people don't want to take any chances out here. So, uh, unfortunate, you know, Carolina fan goggles coming off, objective ones coming on, unfortunate end to 
uh, most likely end to Duke's season because I mean they didn't they didn't do enough to just get themselves into the uh, NCAA tournament without having to win or make a damn good case by potentially after these last couple of wins that they got to start off the ACC tournament beating a FSU team potentially then they might have been in a little more of a conversation they still probably would have had to win the whole thing but that's that's a tough way to end it uh when you're getting hot like that so again duke uh is officially out of the acd tournament and their season is officially probably over and now let's go to the other side of this conversation carolina here comes carolina now i'm not gonna get ridiculous here because it was Notre Dame last night that Carolina absolutely destroyed. But it is nice to see because, kind of like how Duke dropped their last two games of the regular season, which they needed to get into the NCAA tournament, Carolina was in a little bit of a similar spot, not quite the depth that Duke was at as far as being in a hole, because Carolina was – you know, whereas Duke kind of started out not good, not good, not good. All right, now we're getting a little something going. Carolina was this all year long. So they they had a pretty solid season. Not what they were expected to have for the most part, but they had an okay, a, a pretty solid season. They dropped their second to last game against Syracuse. I believe that was on the road. And then they absolutely demolished Duke at home in Chapel Hill, which was a big one. That was a really good one for them. Uh, and then they started off last night, the ACC tournament on the right note, destroying Notre Dame after Notre Dame absolutely put a knife in the heart of Wake Forest the other night at the buzzer, I believe. Uh, I wish I had that play to show you guys. But uh, that's, not, that's a nice opening win against uh, Notre Dame for UNC. I mean, it, it might only look like Notre Dame, however... If you are a team that is looking to be what I believe UNC has the potential to be with the, these players, uh, it's kind of weird talking about potential when we're at the tournament time. But, you know, moving forward, and I don't know who all returns next year from this roster. we got to get through this year first. But the point still stands that if you want to be a legit team like Carolina, I believe, has the talent and potential to do, you have to win like this over teams like Notre Dame. It's that simple. You can't just barely scrape by or just, eh, you know, we, we beat them by like 10 or so. They destroyed them. Like that is what you're looking for to make an opening statement at tournament time. That's what you're looking for. So that's all I had to say about that. Here comes Carolina. Here we go. Um, so here's where we're at, which is actually what I was doing before the show, getting all this ready to go. Uh, here's where we're at in the ACC tournament currently. Uh, I don't think anybody, no, I don't think anybody's playing right this minute. Uh, so you've got FSU has already moved in to the semifinals, which I believe will be Saturday and then the championship Sunday, I think. Yeah, I think that's, well, maybe. Either the semis are tomorrow and the championship Saturday or the semis are Saturday and the championship Sunday. One of the two, but FSU has already moved into the semifinal uh, round matchup, and they will play the winner of today's 
Virginia Tech UNC game. I don't know. I'm not sure what time all these things are. I just know this is what we've got on the on the docket. Uh, Virginia Tech coming in ranked number 22. Carolina obviously unranked, but coming off of a big opening day uh, win over Notre Dame for them. And then on the other side of the bracket, you've got UVA taking on Syracuse, and they will play the winner. The winner of that game will play the winner of Georgia Tech. Miami in the semifinals, which I'm very, and you guys know I've been bullish on both FSU and Georgia Tech this year. I cannot wait to see what Georgia Tech is about to do in, in, in the ACC tournament and hopefully beyond in the NCAA tournament. Now I hope Carolina beats them. You know, got to stay loyal back there. But I just really want to see Georgia Tech continue because they've just been They've been it. They have just had it going. I mean, they've become such a fun team to watch, such a good team. Like, I just – I really want to see them do well. So, um, let's see. Got an update. Okay. So, it's looking like um, – I just had an update come on my phone here. It looks like Carolina uh, Virginia Tech is going to have an adjustment in their tip-off time because of the whole Duke FSU cancellation. I didn't catch uh, what time it's going to be. But, uh, yeah, so breaking news, I suppose, uh, here on ACG Tailgate on Chris Landry Football. Appreciate having all you guys in. Be sure to get in on the comment section if you'd like. I'd love to get uh, to uh, engage with you right here on air, as I like to do so much. Uh, so, yeah, Virginia Tech UNC plays the winner or, – or not plays – plays FSU uh, in the semifinals – and then UVA Syracuse will take on the winner of Georgia Tech Miami. My own prediction on that is that you will see. I mean, Virginia Tech's a good team. They're ranked 22, but I don't know, man. Carolina and Greensboro. I mean, we 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 saw. I've seen it over the years. We saw it again against Notre Dame. Uh, you know, even though it is just Notre Dame, it was completely lopsided, which which is which is what you want out of Carolina if you want to be what you really think you can be. So, I'm just going to say Carolina wins that one. Uh, UVA, Syracuse, I think UVA takes care of business there. And then I think Georgia Tech will handle Miami. And then I am going to be very, very intrigued about, hopefully, a UVA-Georgia Tech semifinal. Because, obviously, I've been bullish on Georgia Tech. We, we just went through that. but. One of the reasons I became so bullish about Georgia Tech later in the, the regular season, and then even more so now, is because of the caliber of teams that they were able to either beat, usually beat, or hang with. And one of the main ones that they were able to hang with, didn't quite get the win, but they were right there the whole game, was against UVA when UVA was ranked, oh, I don't know, number seven in the country at the time. Georgia Tech almost pulled it off. I mean, it went down like to the last handful of minutes, and then, you know, UVA kind of pulled away a little bit, and that was that. But they hung with them the whole game. And I got a funny feeling, just because I know how these guys think, you know, competitors like that, and the way Georgia Tech has been on the come-up, I have no doubt that their mentality is the same. Uh, I think that... Georgia Tech, obviously, I think they're focused on the moment. They're fo they got to focus on taking care of Miami first. But I have no doubt that they are thinking about, 
another potential shot at UVA and actually getting them this time. Uh, that, man, I mean, these, it's just, I love it so much. I mean, just given everything that's happened and, you know, again, COVID shutting everything down during the ACC tournament, midweek during the ACC tournament last year, coming all the way that we might have some really, really, really nice semifinal matchups. If you get UNC against FSU and UVA and Georgia Tech, like that might be the matchups. You, I don't know if you could have asked for better uh, as we welcome in a new viewer. I don't know if you could have asked for a potential better round of semifinal matchups than that. I really don't. Um, so it's going to be good. I'm excited to watch it. And then I'm excited to talk about, hopefully, Carolina winning the, the ACC tournament. It's we're betting on over here in my neck of the woods. So, um, let me, uh, how much time do I have? i got about 25 minutes or so. Got a little bit of a late start today. Um, but, you know, we're jam-packed here. So, that's where the ACC tournament's at currently, obviously. You know, again, Duke disqualified because of a positive COVID test. It's believed that... So, well, not believed. I'm pretty sure I heard that it was a walk-on that was the positive testy, if that's the word. I don't know. Um, so let me go to this. Because it's getting on my nerves, quite frankly. So Dak, we talked about on Tuesday, Dak Prescott got his deal. He got his money. I'm happy for him. I'm pulling for Dak. I am especially given the whole narrative around Dak. And, you know, again, I don't think Dak is an elite quarterback. And when I say elite, you know, I mean, you're basically under Tom Brady and uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, I would, I mean, they're like really elite. And then you got, you know, elite, your elite level quarterbacks in the NFL, a la Deshaun Watson, a la Lamar Jackson, a la Kyler Murray's coming, a la Josh Allen. You catch my drift. They're the, the quarterbacks that put a dent into the NFL week after week after week, into the playoffs, etc. Dak Prescott does not fall in that category yet. Yet. I would like to see him become that because I want to see him do well. And then just the Cowboys find a way to screw it up because I hate the Cowboys. Uh, but I don't want it to be at Dak's expense. You know, make it, make it the defense's fault. I don't know. Um, but he's above average. Good leader in the locker room. They love him in Dallas. He deserved the money, I think. And it was so predictable what happened next. Why, why do we continue to put the Cowboys in the Super Bowl conversation? Every stinking year. Why do we keep doing that? Because, again, I'm pulling for Dak, but the point still stands that they went 8-8 eight and eight last time and other times before that. You know, obviously he was hurt this year, and it showed, which is why you needed to pay Dak. Because, again, what's the alternative if you don't? You know, above-average quarterbacks don't just, you know, just sit around all day. You know, you don't just have a bunch of them to choose from. But... They went 8-8 eight and eight last time he played a full season. And they I don't think they've made it 
the, the couple of times with Dak that they have made the playoffs, a couple, they haven't made it past the first round. And so all of a sudden, and then, you know, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, you get what I'm saying here. So why? Because they finally got the deal done and they're going to get the same quarterback back that they've had for the last four years where they've done basically nothing notable. How does that automatically put you in a Super Bowl or bust conversation? How does that happen with any other team but Dallas? Like, I just, it was so predictable, though. Um, you know, the media does it relentlessly. You cowboy fans out there do it, which is part of the reason I can't stand the Cowboys is because of your fan base, because you're delusional in capital letters, delusional. But, uh, like, how do we get here? How do we go from eight and eight? Not usually, you know, maybe making the playoffs. And even when you do, you 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 exit in the first round. How do we go from that to Super Bowl or bust? How does that happen? It just, you're in the same conference with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. You're in the same conference, assuming it all works out, with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. You're in the same conference with... The Arizona, talking about the NFC, not the divisions. You're in the same conference with a up-and-coming Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, J.J. Watt, Deshaun, uh, uh, Hopkins. You're in the same conference with, oh, I don't know, the Super Bowl champion Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, oh, by the way, are restructuring things in Tampa financially to, oh, I don't know, get even better than they already were to go after another championship. And you're telling me that a team that usually goes eight and eight or on a, you know, on a good year loses the first round when they do happen to make the playoffs, the same team, just because they signed the same quarterback they've had through all of that. You're now, in the Super Bowl conversation. It's now Super Bowl or bust for the Cowboys. It's Super Bowl or bust for Dak. Don't do that to Dak, please. Don't put that narrative around Dak, which I, I think he's mentally tough enough to pay it no mind. But, like, don't do that. Like, wh- why? It... <sighs> Anywho. That was Cowboys. Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> Boy, let me, uh... Cool off of it. You want to get me going, talk about the Cowboys or Duke. And here lately, I've been paying my respect to Duke. So it's been... I've been deprived of one of those good rants about those two teams. So the Cowboys got it today. Because it was just so predictable that as soon as they probably got a DAT deal done, here we go with the Super Bowl conversation again. Here we here we freaking go. It's like nothing else I've ever seen. So, with that said, uh, let me talk a little bit about Lamelo Ball, and I actually think I'm going to wrap up to you know it was, it was a little bit of a shorter 
uh, show today. Uh, I mainly just wanted to get into kind of the ACC tournament updates and I wanted to rant. I wanted to get that rant in about the Cowboys. Um, but I do want to talk. I, I've had this written down for a little while now. Because if you're an NBA fan and you pay attention closely, you know that, or if you're a Hornets fan like I am, you know that LaMelo Ball is, he's something else, right? I mean, he he has been better, faster than I think most people thought he would. And to that point, I was literally, uh, I, I was watching a video that kind of, was going around of an interview with Draymond Green. And Draymond was basically talking about how, you know, he and his mom talk basketball quite a lot, which I think is pretty cool within itself. Um, and I think when LaMelo was still, I don't know if he was still in high school or if he was overseas playing international ball, which is the route he took. He didn't go college, which is actually my point of what I'm saying here. Um, and, you know, she... Draymond's mom told Draymond, he's like, LaMelo's legit. He's the real deal. And and Draymond admitted, you know, he was kind of like, I mean, like, any, every, anybody, well, not anybody, but any, any really, really, really good player can drop buckets in high school or drop buckets overseas or drop buckets in college. But when you get to the NBA, it's a different ballgame. And that was where Draymond was on that at first. Uh, and then... You know, LaMelo got into the league, played against Draymond, the Warriors, and we saw, you know, they kind of uh, reacted well to each other when they played, you know, kind of dapped each other up, talked a little bit during the game. Draymond showed a lot of respect for LaMelo, uh, which I think is a big deal. I just think when – because, I mean, we've seen, you know, whether it's Draymond or whether it was Carmelo or whoever it is, we've seen all these elite-level NBA players paying respect and paying, you know – respect to LaMelo Ball and his game at this young of an age. Uh, and I got to be honest with you, it really got me thinking that I think personally, not right now, not right away, but I think, and we're going to see what kind of happens with the one and done rule in college basketball. I'm curious to see if by the time, you know, your Zaire Wades, your Bronny James, uh, those players, I'm curious to see if the one and done rule is still a thing at that point, because obviously the whole name image likeness thing is on well on its way to getting, you know, in circulation. And we'll see what happens again with the one and done rule. I think it's on its way out the door personally um, in the next set, handful of years, maybe. Um, but I think you're going to start to see. LaMelo Ball's path and others that have taken the, you know, maybe not maybe not even so much high school. Now, LaMelo Ball, he pulled out of high school ball at Chino Hills and went and they did the whole, you know, uh, big baller brand league over in wherever it was overseas. And then, you know, that kind of ran its course. And then LaMelo actually played in a legit pro league overseas, did pretty well from what I understand. Then obviously got drafted uh, one of the a lottery draft draft pick by the my Charlotte Hornets. Thank goodness. Um, so yeah, um, I I don't know if you're gonna see so much high school because obviously that's that's an enigma. You know that's your Lamelo, that's your Zion, that's your you know 
LeBron's that that level of player. You don't see that all the time. Um, but I do think on the college standpoint, you're going to start as LaMelo continues to get better. And conti- I mean, the dude's been in the league for two minutes and he's already. I mean, I'll show you guys something. So I'm getting into the sports card thing. Uh, I have two more of these boxes. Sports cards are heating up, to say it mildly. Uh, they've been heating up for a while, and I'm just now starting to get my feet in the water uh, and kind of get educated and learn. I was kind of telling you guys about this several months ago, and now I'm really kind of executing on it. Um, and I'm trying to get my hands on some LaMelo Ball PSA 10 graded rookie cards, uh, which I personally think, just based on everything I'm hearing people like Draymond say, people like Carmelo Anthony say, uh, I mean, LaMelo Ball, on average, his cards, PSA 10 graded, are going for like two to $300 on average. It would not surprise me at all if at the very minimum a year from now, those cards are a couple grand a pop. It would not surprise me at all, which is why I wanted to get my hands on several of them. I'm kind of learning and trying to do my homework so I can really go all in on this, uh, you know, make a little do right me. So, but I think as LaMelo's status continues to rise, as LaMelo continues to just get better as an NBA player, I think his path to the league is going to become more epitomized. It's going to become more put on a pedestal. And I think you're going to see more young high school AU players saying, all right, as maybe the one and done rule is gone and maybe this is even a reason for it. I think you're going to see the foregoing of college ball and potentially going and playing pro leagues for the elite level talent. Obviously everybody can't do that, but elite level talent, like a Bronny James, like a Zaire Wade, like a LaMelo did, like a Zion Williamson, even though he went to Duke, but you understand what I'm saying. It's the same concept. I think you're going to see that level of talent start to forego college more often and go ahead and get their feet wet and some level of pro ball and just go right into the NBA. I, I really believe you're going to start to see LaMelo Ball's path to the league and to ultimately stardom, most likely, if everything continues on like it has been, which I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, knock on wood because he's with the Hornets. Um, you're going to see his path – put on a pedestal, really examined by other high-level high school players, and most and really probably replicated quite a bit moving forward. So that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. You know, the one-and-done rule, the name-image likeness, uh, you know, college video games coming back. And it's going to be interesting to see how all of this stuff evolves in the near future. So – that is going to do it for Thursday here on ACC Tailgate. Appreciate all of you tuning in live. Appreciate our podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Um, we've, ha- we've had pretty good numbers, not just of live viewers, uh, but just of people that tune in like after the fact, you know, later in the day, perhaps uh, when it's already been posted on Twitch that come in. Uh, so appreciate you guys as well. Uh, appreciate our sponsor, American Betting Experts. Go get on. Uh, a special, if you're into sports betting, we have a special offer for you guys uh, for American betting experts. That'll be on our website. It is on our website, uh, LandryFootball.com. Check that out. And then check out all our other shows here 
on Landry Football, Twitch. Uh, you know, we've got all the Power Five conferences. You just happen to be in ACC territory here. Uh, we've got the NFL, got fantasy football. We got it all for you here. Chris Landry is, he's on top of stuff around here. So appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm your host, Will Dalton, a.k.a. Wilburn Gold. Hit me up on any social platform. I'm there, Wilburn Gold. Uh, I would love to get to know all of you guys. And I just want to keep building this community. I think it, I, I really enjoy, whether it's on the comments or whether it's been the few of you that have either followed me on Twitter or Instagram, and we kind of DM a little bit. Uh, it's it's fun to get to know, you know, the people who support your stuff. It's really, it's important to me. And um, that's how I plan on going about uh, building this and anything else in the future. So appreciate you guys. That's it for Thursday. We'll see you guys Tuesday uh, of next week, hopefully, with me uh, being on one about Carolina winning the ACC title. So we'll see you then Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on Chris Landry Football. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.